Hi everybody and welcome back to the Paperless Movement Podcast. I'm your host Tom Solid and I'm so excited to be back. Yes, there was a bit of a pause here, but we are back with so much more content and we will start the new series with Stacy Harmon, the expert when it comes to Evernote. So without further ado, let's dive into this. I'm so excited to have Stacy on the call, on the call, an in interview. And I could say again, because she was already uh, a guest inside the membership where we had a weekly meetup answering loads of questions about Evernote. And she also was kind enough to share with us a 30-minute in-depth tutorial mm -hmm. where she gives you a walkthrough. So if you haven't seen this yet as a member, just go there. There's the expert section from Stacy where you find all the details about this. But today, I want to have you on the interview and discuss a lot about the latest happenings for Evernote. There's lots to talk about. Yeah, actually it is. But before we do this, for all of the people who didn't see you in the call inside the membership, maybe you give you a short introduction and how it came to be an Evernote expert, actually. Thanks for having me back. And it's always fun to talk to you, especially about my favorite topic. Uh, I'm Stacy Harmon, and my company's Harmon Enterprises. And as far as I know, I'm the only person that focuses exclusively on helping you maximize Evernote. So organize your life with Evernote. I am an Evernote fanatic, power user, and I have organically grown into this business where I show other people how to really make the most of this often underutilized tool. So I, my story is more around, I was using Evernote and I learned a couple of key things that were like aha moments for me that really helped me to say not people aren't fully utilizing this platform to all of its power. And for me, that started me on a journey where I started to teach other people what I was doing to organize and centralize my life in Evernote. And many years later, I now have a business showing people exactly that, how to organize their lives and uh, get the most out of this tool. Awesome. And I know also that you are a big fan of getting things done. Yes. And That's another key part of it. I was yeah. an Evernote user and then I read that book. I was really stressed as a entrepreneur. I was struggling and that book came at me at the right time. And I was just having all these light bulb moments reading the book and saying, oh, Evernote can do that. Evernote can be your trusted system outside of your brain. And it's their mission to remember everything. So why wouldn't it be the right trusted system outside your brain? And I have a GTD deployment in Evernote, and that's how I personally organize my life and what things that have my attention. And so it's a really beautiful pairing. And that's one of the things I, I teach people. So you're teaching people using your membership. So there's actually a membership people can join. Is the getting things done part also part of the membership? So no, the membership, the academy is 100% around Evernote skills and workflows. So we teach pretty much all use cases with one exception, which is the detailed deployment of GTD in Evernote that I use, which I call Everdone. It's a 72-page PDF guide that talks through the organizational structure and the daily habits and that you required to run a GTD lifestyle in Evernote using my methodology. So that's a separate purchase outside of the Academy but everything else is discussed uh, within the academy because you probably have an insight into this after a couple of our chats, but your Evernote 
if organization is so contingent upon how well you understand the tool and what the feature set is, as well as the constraints of the tool. And so I really like to teach people. I don't think people are actually, people do struggle with GTD, but a big part of it is they don't understand the tool that they've chosen. So that's teaching the skills and understanding those tools are what we do inside the academy. And when you understand all of those items, you can apply them to any workflows. It happens that GTD is one workflow that you have an option to deploy in Evernote. Yeah, and that sounds awesome. And we already mentioned there are new features to Evernote. So as you mentioned, we can apply Evernote to all workflows or to any workflow. Are you really that certain to do to do this? Or let me put the question a different way. Is Evernote your only tool? That's a bit of a loaded question. Let's just say it's my primary tool. So I have a made a choice to use Evernote as my digital desk. Right? So it's like saying, okay, is your physical desk the only desk, only item you use to get your work done? No, it's not the only desk, but it's the foundation of it. So I still have a stapler and you know a computer and some of these other things on my physical desk. With Evernote, it's the central hub for me. And when possible, I use it as my primary location to start my day or hold my data. But it's not the only tool I use. I understand where it's excellent and I understand where it's not the right tool to use. And one of the reasons I choose it is because there's lots of reasons I choose it. We could have a whole discussion about that. One is the data policy. Second, but the one more in alignment with what you've discussed here is that The open API. So Evernote plays yeah. well with so many other tools, right? I am very easily able to, if you, I'll give you an easy example. Yeah. If your data lives in an online cloud-based tool, any tool, you can grab a share link to that. You can grab a link to that Google Drive, to that Google Doc, to that Dropbox, to whatever it is. And I can paste that in Evernote and use Evernote as my dashboard to easily navigate to that data. Because data, I need a flexible platform to accommodate the variety of workflows and data types that I track in my life. And Evernote is at its core a flexible platform. So I understand that and I use that to my advantage and therefore it's my primary tool. I do use other tools in my workflows, but it is my home base. It's my dashboard. It's my, I can't, my most important element. It works offline as well, which is another key element. So between being offline, their data policy and their flexibility, as well as their open API, that's a high level reason why I've chosen Evernote as my primary tool. Yeah. And you just nailed it there. I, I have to write this up actually after the call, when I, once I rewatch it, um, because these are exactly these points why I think Evernote is still a thing, even with all the tools around it. And people switch to Notion, and I hear it all the time. Notion is so much better than Evernote. Uh, for me, for example, I'm using Notion and Evernote because I'm using the tools that work best for certain use cases that I'm using it in. And yeah, especially the API and the integration and the offline mode, these are really the things that still shine there. Also that I can scan directly to Evernote with my Raven scanner, with the cloud scanner. So everything gets OCR'd. I can search my documents. These are not things that are available in Notion and I'm not sure if they will come anytime soon. So when it comes to structuring, on the other hand, my data and information, I think I always have trouble to find a way where I'm pleased with the way how I can organize my notes. I don't, 
and and this is I think we talked about this in the last call as well that there are the different types of of people so using different tools like Rome Research is for gardeners, Evernote is for librarians, and Notion is for architects. So I like the structured way and that it is static. And still inside the static structure, I have a dynamic table and I can reorganize and filter things to find it. But I need this basic structure to have a being visually pleased. And this is still something that I miss inside Evernote. So it would already help if I could have two columns inside Evernote and try to, I don't know, reorganize the things in a node. For now, it still feels like a node, like a Word document that I can fill up with information, which looks more fancier than a Word document, obviously. What are your thoughts on this? There's pros and cons to all the approaches, right? So there's really not a right or wrong answer. I like the flexibility that the blank canvas of a note, for example, when I do need structured data for visually organizing information, like I have that need too, I put it in a table inside Evernote. Now I can't sort the table. If I need to sort the table, I'm using a Google Sheet and I'm linking to it within Evernote. So I just work within that constraint to, to still centralize in Evernote. I can say that with version 10, big leaps forward in terms of being able to create dynamic notes and have data content blocks that can be moved all around the uh, note, which again, that flexibility, that outweighs my need for structure, actually. Mm -hmm. I need structure too, but I need structure in sections of my overall dashboard. And so it, I find that I don't always want structure. So if I'm restricted to a tool that only allows structure, I find that limiting. So it's we're pro we're probably both in the middle, but you're yeah. on this side of structure and I'm on this side with yeah. flexibility, but we both kind of we're just it's we're just on slightly different sides of the equation yeah, of preference. Absolutely agree. Notion can even be your your worst uh, enemy in this regards because you can go wild and you get lost in how you structure everything and it makes sense in your head. And once you finished your new workflow or system in there, when it comes to connecting all the database and all this, it might harm your overall workflow. So with the KISS principle, keep it uh, simple, stupid. Uh, I think Evernote is easier to apply there. So Well, and the thing about it is like one of the reasons that people tend to like structured data is because of this filter and this ability to sort and find. What ultimately is they're searching. They're searching for what they want when they need it. And Evernote search is just such a powerful tool. So yeah, if, people, if people double down on learning search, it alleviates some of that need for that structured data. But again, yeah. that's a skill that a lot of people don't take the time to fully understand. They just scratch the surface, which is a great search. Surface. You can get in and search in Evernote without needing an education about it. Yeah. You can take it so much deeper. And you can, when you have those skills and understand how to find what you're looking for, you don't have to have your data so structured because the truth is, if it's in Evernote, you can retrieve it. Yeah. And this is why for years, Evernote is my document dump uh, and I scan things there. And I really will be careful switching to any other new tool because I will disconnect the consistent flow of documents into the system. So if there are new tools coming, I rather duplicate them in the new system and keep my workflow into Evernote. Mm -hmm. And I did this in the past as well, and I just went back. We see things like DevonThink or Nimbus Notes, tools like this coming up. So whenever something like this comes up, 
I always recommend never do a hard cut and switch because then you spread your information all over the place and then I'm talking from experience. Totally aligned here. I've said multiple times on social media and I say it within my community too. It's like app switching is killing your productivity. Yeah. It's, there's no perfect app out there. I'm not saying Evernote's a perfect app. I'm saying they all have benefits and they all have constraints and you need to pick one that suits your majority of workflows the best and then you yeah. need to work with the constraints. But haphazardly switching apps, I like your hybrid approach, which is, okay, I'm gonna I'm going to mock demo this over here and see how the best breed is and then i'll drop one of them is that what you said basically yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah like a sandbox area or for example yeah. as i also the show to my community i'm using craft the new craft app a competition to evernote they call mm -hmm. people call it this way i don't, i see it differently but i was intrigued by the the style and the design of craft so i wanted to test it properly and there i just picked the house building uh, project Mm -hmm. and said, okay, this is, has nothing to do with my business. That's a project that has a start and an end. So I can use this in a different tool to test it out. And even then I realized already, okay, maybe I get lost on the way because I still put things into Evernote and then I, yeah, things can happen still, but it is not damaging that much. Uh, but if you, once you start splitting the information of a business or something like this is the worst thing that can happen. And the way you described it really aligns with how Leila Pomper from Process Driven, our ClickUp expert inside the membership as well, described it as, uh, the same way. So she's using ClickUp and we were talking about where do you place your SOPs because I'm using Notion for my SOPs, but still using ClickUp for project management. And we were talking about uh, Systemology, which is a, a, a book that was released about building up systems. And there was recommended to split this, to have a separate system manager from your project manager. I'm all about single source of truth. I have, but I have a different understanding of single source of truth. I say a single source of truth can be built up with different tools as long as they are connected and everything works together. But Leila, she uh, uses the SOPs inside ClickUp, which is not as fancy as inside Notion. But as you said, they really have, she rather have the, the lower quality of these SOPs visualizing or integration but she doesn't need their team, her, her team members to train again on another tool. Everything stays in one tool. Even the communication stays inside Click. So she's not using Slack or anything like that. Well, and so I'm using Evernote for communication. Yeah, I was going to say I use it for all my SOPs. So I have a template for yeah. SOP development, which we use in there. And then I, that's a shared notebook with my team members. And that's just how it's done. So it's not an necessarily an SOP tool, but it gets, it, the problem is- It gets the job done. <laughs> it gets the job done and the problem's really the thinking behind creating the SOP, not the yeah. display or organization of it. They need, it's a checklist <laughs> that yeah. people need to go through. How complex should it be? I think you can overcomplicate things. Absolutely. First. Especially when it comes to work instruction or SOPs. I saw so many SOPs with 70 pages or more, which are just insane to follow and nobody will really read well, them properly i want to clarify one other thing too is you yeah. know ever 
Evernote really, the way I use it is for a personal productivity management tool. Now it happens that I'm a solopreneur and my personal productivity bleeds over into between business and personal, yeah. but it may not be the right tool for somebody who needs communication channels with 50 team members. I'm not trying to say that this is the answer for that. I'm trying to say that there is a threshold where I have a lot of different hats I need a lot of different flexibility. I have things that are constantly changing. My SOPs, they take time to evolve. We run it once and then we're like, oh, that didn't quite work. We're going to need to switch this next time. That flexibility is inherent to how my business and life runs. Yeah. And so I have a tool that supports that. I just want to clarify that. It can contrast that to something like Salesforce, right? Structured database with lots of consulting dollars invested to change anything. And it's, that's just never going to work for somebody who's in my position, but my never. whole life is around this idea of flexibility. And so I have tools that fit that. Yeah, absolutely agree. And that's called continuous improvement, or that's what so many companies seeking for, that we always have to improve things. And maybe for some people, there's a misunderstanding between improving things which can also mean taking away stuff instead of just adding new stuff all over the time you can add stuff all the time but it's always hard to remove stuff and tools is the same thing if you spread your workforce thin over different tools and you have to switch many times this is really something that needs to be careful and i also recommend especially when starting out try a tool take it to the limits before you switch to the next thing. And you just said it, you have a template for SOPs, you write it down and you have a certain structure. And I see it so many times, it's not actually the tool the issue, it's that the people don't understand how to write a SOP or set conventions or make priorities. And then they switch to a different tool because in the adverts for this tool, it looks everything so seamlessly working. So, yeah. I get it. I get the temptation. It sounds like this killer feature over here in this new Snazzy app is going to solve your problem, but yeah. that's not the problem. <laughs> no. And this is what the paperless movement is there for, because we're talking here about the really basics with the iCore framework, where we discussed the, the productivity system end to end. So we understand really what does it actually mean that we have an input control, output refine, talking about knowledge management, task management. Once you realize where all this different information lives and should live, then you have the framework to understand what tools should I actually use for these different things. And then you can start with one tool, for example, Evernote. So in this case, a tool that can do a lot is obviously more helpful. So it would be more hard to use only to do is for example for everything which might even be possible but yeah and then you get to the limits and then you can really decide do i need more fancy tables as you said i could create a cheat sheet then rather than going to Airtable or doing anything complex which costs even more money so there's always a pro and con there for sure so thank you very much uh, stacy this is already a very interesting talk here but I want to dive into some latest releases for Evernote. I think everybody wants to hear your opinion on that. Can't it's wait. Been a big week. <laughs> and this Tom is talking and talking and not even coming. Come on, Tom, do it now. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the calendar integration for Evernote? And for those of you who missed it, they had a major release, which which shifted several things and really shows their hand about the direction that they are headed. So we had 
Tasks, which has been an early release, is now a general release feature, and they've started to prioritize or segment out the different tasks features amongst new pricing plans. So they launched a new pricing plan, uh, a new pricing tier, and they've basically put a foundation in place with their pricing tiers to now release future features that re relate to different use cases. Notably, we now have, we no longer have premium, we have personal or professional. So premium maps to personal, everything that used to be in premium that you are used to using as a paid subscriber still exists in your personal plan but they are adding new features that we never had as a premium user before. And some of those are going into their new tier, which is called professional. So that's really the main difference. And I, I lay that foundation because it then speaks to how you will use the calendar, which is one of their new integrations. And as we can see, we now have our note-taking we now have the ability to take tasks down that are associated with those notes and those projects that we're tracking in Evernote. And now we have the ability to tie it together by viewing our calendar. And they've started with the first iteration of this calendar integration, which is a Google integration. They have publicly stated that they're working on an office calendar integration, and they have indicated that they are scoping out iCal as an option. I don't know timing on either of those, but for those of you who are saying, I can't use calendar because I don't use Google, there are evolutions coming. This is just the first release. And really what this is, is back when they launched version 10, we got this new feature in Evernote called Home, which is this visual dashboard that has widgets and allows us to customize our homepage on Evernote and bring some visual aesthetic appeal to the interface. And they have a series of widgets and they've offered now a calendar widget. So I can connect my Google calendar to my Google account and display my events for the day. And then allow you to click a button and uh, create an association for your notes associated with that meeting. So I'll give you a tangible example. I'm here today with Tom. I had a calendar invite that came into my Google Calendar. I accepted it. I look at Evernote on my dashboard and I see I've got that. I want to write down my notes. I knew he's going to ask me about the latest features, right? So let's just make sure I've covered them all. <laughs> I just clicked a button and it created it auto created a note that has the title of Tom Solid and Stacey Harmon. And it creates and pulls in the related information from Google Calendar and allows me to start taking notes. It gives me a template that includes tasks and notes, and I can start taking notes. Now, the real key and I We'll see how this unfolds, but this has a lot of power because it's creating a new contextual relationship between our events, which are very meaningful to how we get things done during a day, and the notes and ideas that we take around them. So we have all these layers now between the tasks that are created, the events that we're attending, our thoughts, and the schedule of it all. And it's all in one interface. So I think it's a very exciting evolution. I can tell you, even if you don't... like. I actually, I don't go to a lot of meetings. The way my business is structured, I don't have a lot of meetings. I'm not going to be taking a lot of notes at meetings, but in and of itself, just being able to see my calendar in Evernote is a nice advantage that I am enjoying very much. Like I'm shocked at how often I'm scanning that. Usually I have two monitors. I've got my calendar up on one and I've got Evernote up on the other and I'm glancing between them. Now it's all integrated in one tool. I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. Thanks. That, that couldn't be more comprehensive than you <laughs> description here about the, the latest features, but also the features that came late, um, last year. I think in December they launched a home mm -hmm. uh, dashboard and things like that. And what I agree with is really 
it looks much more like a overall hub where yeah. I can, or productivity hub. So everything is integrated. And as I always say, uh, a task list is infinite and a calendar is finite. And having both in the same system is always helping to organize your stuff over the day. And having these nodes connected to your events is even greater. I know there are systems where people only using ca the calendar, Google Calendar, especially for everything as their productivity tool, actually, where they take the notes inside the description of the event. And then they, they search for this event and they plan out the day this way. And yeah, this just takes this away because even if the Google Calendar disconnects from Evernote or you're switching to a different calendar, the notes will still exist inside Evernote, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Your notes are tangible items that get created inside your account and you can associate more than one note with a meeting also. So this helps you in discovery. I just think it's really smart is like one of the critiques I hear about GTD is that it's a contextual based system and the context of at computer is totally dated because we're always with our tools now. But if you think about the context of a meeting, that has a lot of relevant context for how people accomplish things now. You associate it with people. Your mind can grasp on to the fact that it was a meeting and be able to retrieve data associated with that that was either yeah. created at the time or is legacy and stuff you've maybe web clipped into the Evernote application and you want to associate that with the meeting. I think this is going to have a lot of power and help some people really be very efficient with their workflows and communication moving forward. Yeah, I also can see it for the recurring events. So I'm not sure if this is possible that you use one node for several events. So you can just reopen the same node and it stays connected to the recurring event. So that would make sense because you have some follow-up actions and then in the next recurring event, you could just bring up the node and see if people actually did it, which is usually done sending out an email and saying what you have to do and then they search for the email. So this will take away a lot of friction as well. This is, I, I totally agree with that. One, it hints at actually another feature that they just released last week as well, which is at the new professional level tier, you can assign tasks to other users as mm -hmm. well. So that is going to be a piece of that equation, which is did people get to what they said they were going to get to, but you'll be able to conceptually, if you're on the professional plan, click a button associated with your meeting, have a template fly up that lists, lets you start logging your tasks and assign those tasks to people right as it's happening. And then they'll be able to see those in their task tray and you'll be able to collaborate and share progress on the projects that you've got inside of Evernote. I think that's really promising. Yeah, that all really sounds promising. And I'm always intrigued to go all in Evernote, at least for the personal stuff that I do. I keep watching it. As I said, with one foot, I'm in Evernote forever already. <laughs> well, one thing to say is, here's the truth. Tasks and calendar are still young features, right? Yeah. For many people who rely on a dedicated task manager, it's not where it needs to be yet. Um, however, if you listen, which I do intently to what Ian Small says and what the team says and the communication that they put out there, Ian flat out said, we see tasks as big a deal as notes. And if you know anything about Evernote, that the note is Evernote. <laughs> it's the foundation yeah. of the yeah. system. He says, this is just the beginning of where we see tasks going and how, and we have a, I, I have a, 
I wholeheartedly believe that they have a very large vision for tasks. And he sees a very long runway with years of options in terms of development for what tasks can do. So I think this is just the beginning. And it's probably only for a particular use case today but I think it's going to expand. So you can keep watching and maybe you'll get converted one day. Yeah, I think with the home dashboard, I see so much potential with these widgets. I love dashboards. And if I get options like getting external data in via APIs and getting some KPIs for my business and things like this in, then this really can become the number one tool to open in the morning and have everything at a glance. And this is actually something ClickUp offers where I think they really shine when it comes to this dashboard. I have integrations where I always see my latest uploaded YouTube video, for example, things like this. Yeah, there's a lot of potential there. And for the tasks and for the calendar integrations and all this, what I just meant by intrigued to switching, but I don't want to, is I think they are really well developed and implemented. So they work very well as they are. The, the issue I have is I have to think about a new workflow and how I would use this and how I integrate. So I would wish that I have just a bit more time to sit back and then think um, about how to do this. You're a member of the Academy. You can probably pick up a couple of things and we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what true. we talk about in the Academy. <laughs> yeah, maybe you, you just mentioned more a bit more about the Academy. I heard about that you have some live course or you actually have some use cases that you work together with your members implementing yeah. Evernote for them in their life setup. Yeah, so I have what I call workflow workshops. So members submit their exam. What is it you want to organize in Evernote? And I pick one of those and then we do a live call. So if I was doing one-on-one -on -one consulting, it's me working with the customer or the academy member to organize. Today we did Evernote for board meetings. Mm -hmm. So how can we use Evernote to organize for the board that you sit on? And we went through her particular use case and showed what her challenges were and what how we could structure Evernote and what tools in Evernote we could use to actually achieve her end desired result. And so it ranges. We've done business use cases. We've done how to plant a garden. We've done how to organize social media, all different kinds of things. And this is the power of Evernote is that flexibility, right? So that's one of the things that you can get inspired by and have a lot of ideas around. Even if that particular use case isn't exactly relevant to you, there's always something conceptually that can be applied to what it is you're trying to organize and tackle in Evernote. So that's one of the one of the features that we do inside the group. Yeah, and I really like this idea. And I so this is so everybody inside the membership can see that you're working together on this, isn't it? So yeah. This is a live call everybody can watch, but you're working on a use case there. Yeah. Yeah. And they can ask questions and we just keep it focused to what that particular I, I highlight that particular member and yeah. then the the Academy memberships welcome to come and it ends up being a recorded asset for a review if you can't make the live session after yeah. that. So yeah, for everyone who is really or wants to learn more about Evernote, I think there's no better place to go for instead than to Stacey Harmon and Harmon. So the, the website is Harmon Enterprises.com. Yeah, yeah. It was I wasn't sure if it is a company. Okay. Yeah. Harmoninterest.com. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you will find everything in the description. That's great. Stacy, time already goes fast. It's I unbelievable. Know. I have one more thing that I wrote up here, which is the future of Evernote. So any we they cover already a lot, isn't it? Which is now task, calendar, and notes. 
Yeah, I think and, this and, is what we're going to and and the API that allow me workflow optimization and automation. So they really cover the iCore framework right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got it all in there. So oh. what else should there be? I don't. I just think what's encouraging is that if you think about the momentum behind Evernote right now, one of the things that I keep track of is how many how many updates they're releasing. And we're in week 53 of the year as we record this, and they've already released 29 updates this year. Yeah. So if you just talk they're about committed. Yeah, they're committed and the pace of innovation with the app is strong. They do have a lot to build. They basically rebuilt their app from the ground up. And there's a lot of features that they're adding that back as well as adding to. But that's it feels exciting as a user to know that the company is invested and that the team is excited about what they're putting out there and that they keep coming quickly. So it's um it's a fun time to be an Evernote fan. <laughs> yeah, it seems you bet on the right horse there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't even a bet. It was just this is the thing about me is I teach what I do. I'm in Evernote every single day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, you've been with Evernote since the very beginnings and yeah. there was no nothing else. And I think you did the right thing that you stuck to this well, one tool. And my enthusiasm for it comes out of my own experience with it. Yeah. It transformed what I can do. And I have a desire to show people how their life can be easier and how they can migrate into focusing on what they want for their life. Evernote transformed how I worked. It really transitioned everything. I think we've touched on this before, but when I was an employee, which I wasn't always self-employed, I was tied to my desk. I worked in different ways. Let's me see the world. You and I talked while I was traveling in Morocco and I'm able to function there because I have Evernote with me wherever I go and everything that I need in my life is accessible or referenced from that location. Cloud. It, this is cloud-based technologies in general. It's just that I chose one that I felt had potential for me and it had such meaning. And I'm interested to show other people how they can apply those same things to their lives because it's really transformed my life. So it's really all yeah. based in that. <laughs> I really like that you added that there are cloud-based uh, cloud solutions and working remotely in general with the digital productivity world that we are able to do this because I would imagine, I could imagine that people tell you, Notion can do this as well, or you can do this as well with any other tool. How far do you test or how far go, do you go to test other tools and actually challenge your existing system? Or do you just don't look left and right? I mean, not much? very far. I mean, my, I, I only do it when I can't figure out a solution with Evernote. Yeah. Yeah, or it makes yeah, it's I, I have a tool. I'm invested in it. And the truth is, the more you use it, the more valuable it becomes. And yeah. I'm in it now 12 years. So it's kind of. Yeah. And this can be applied to any habits. One, the, 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 those things just work once you do it on a regular basis. Instead of once you start switching things all the time, you're not consistent and you don't get anything, nothing done. Uh, and the Paperless it. Movement is here to show you all the other tools and That's what right. are shiny well, things there. But. And it, this goes to mentality, because as much as I am very committed to Evernote, I'm constantly asking, is there a better way? I'm always looking to improve the process. And sometimes I have to use a tool outside of that in order to uh, accomplish that. But I'm always cognizant of how I can have that be an extension 
of what I'm doing with Evernote. They need to be very compatible and uh, it needs to flow well. But I'm always asking, how can this be better? And if something's just not jiving, I'm very curious to, to figure out a different way. And sometimes that's a matter of reorganizing it in Evernote. Sometimes it's a matter of bringing in another tool to support what I'm doing in Evernote. But both, both are options. I'm not complacent with the system that's there. I'm always trying to figure out what's new. And this is one of the things I love about the Academy is it gives me this playground when Evernote releases these new features to say, hey, how can we use this? And what are you guys doing? And let's look at this and let's bring some video to that. And how can we use the calendar integration for board meetings? Like we got to talk about that today, right? And it's just constantly evolving and sparking ideas for me as well as the, the membership. And this is what I love about Evernote. And that's why it's fun to have them developing so quick because I can say, oh, here's this is an efficiency that can be gained or this replaces the need for this tool. So it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun playground. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And it's a good thing to have a niche down a membership where people are exchanging this. And I'm really looking forward to the next things that we add to the paperless movement membership. We will also talk about the general workflows because not everybody is using one tool and seeing those different tools working together this will be really interesting really interesting all right everybody i hope you enjoyed this interview with stacy Harmon. i think she's really the expert when it comes to evernote i think you realize this as well listening to the show actually it didn't finish there we had some member q a's in the back and we have an extended version inside the community where you can jump through the different chapters you can watch the whole interview and if you want to see this make sure that you join the paperless movement membership just go to paperlessmovement.com you will find everything there if you're already a member meet you in the community if you want to learn more about stacy Harmon and what she has to offer on her membership make sure that you go to harmonenterprises.com you will find everything you need to know there and now all there's left to say is subscribe to this podcast and i'll catch you up next time <laughs>